This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Flamingo Pools, your go-to maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Stop wasting your valuable time trying to take care of your pool and let the professionals at Flamingo Pools take care of it for you. Visit azflamingopools.com for a free quote today. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast, East Valley Locals. Get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can relate to and learn from. And now, your hosts, Dallin Huso and Ridge Waldberg. Hello and welcome to the Local Hustlers Podcast. Um, on this episode, we are pleased to be with Rigdon Brinkerhoff and Grant Bigelow with uh, Evora Jewelry. A couple of legends here. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a pleasure here, to be here. How's it going today? Good, good. Sweet. Sweet. I don't care who it is, but why don't you start with like your background and kind of like where you guys came from. Um, Rigdon, you're going to lead Let the Rick way? Let take it from here. Yeah, man. Um, right. So... Let's say we actually just talked about this because we had to get on the same page because Grant always screws it up. <laughs> just kidding. Um, me and Grant, since like high school, have like loved entrepreneurship. Like, uh-huh. I, uh, I've been always like, I didn't know what I necessarily wanted to do, but like in high school, I have never really worked for other people, but like, I'm not trying to be that guy like, oh, I just refuse to work for anybody because I'm not like that. Yeah. But like, like at this point, I don't think I will, but. In high school, like me and Grant did landscaping together. Then I did my own thing, and then brought my friend's name into Blake to do it with me. And then like Grant did his own stuff, like painting. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, August of 2018, I started making jewelry. And then, like I didn't want to just be a jewelry maker, so I was like, how can I make this more scalable? Um, just dabbling ideas. Like a couple weeks before my sister left on her mission, which was which was in August, like the end of August. She was like, oh, this place in Utah does this thing where they have these workshops and people come in and make their own jewelry. It's pretty cool. I looked at it for a bit and I was like, it's a good idea, but I just wanted to kind of see what my other options were. And so just kind of sitting on ideas and just continuing to learn how to make jewelry for a couple months. Um, I don't remember if anybody else mentioned the place in Utah or not, but at some point, like a couple months later, Grant and one of our friends came over to kind of like help me out with a few things and they were just like they brought up the same place and I was like yeah I've been like thinking about it more and more and it's a super like unique idea and unique concept so like I don't know the second time hearing I was like okay like I was already like on the border like I was like I'm probably gonna do it but that kind of just pushed me and got me to kind of start doing it and then uh, like a month or so after that Grant just kind of came to me I was like hey like um bring me on board and I'll help you with like e-commerce and then like running these like workshop or workshop session things. And then we kind of built it from like, uh, like February to May. And then we launched in May of 2019. Grant actually helped me a lot with like sourcing at the beginning, but mm-hmm. uh, let's see, I started with spoon rings. So I just, I thought these spoons were all silver. They're <laughs> enough to think that if I went to Goodwill and found like a cool old spoon, it was all silver. And uh-huh. I was like, sick. So I started making these spoon rings out of just like pliers and like bending it and it was like marking up the outside, it made them all ugly, but like <laughs> it was cool at the time because yeah. that's all I knew how to do. Uh. And then like bought some like minor like silver jewelry 
like torches and stuff like tools for that and then I can't remember probably YouTube a lot right yeah learning at YouTube and then just they taught you the, like teach you the basics and it took seems easy but like I mean you look at one video then there's only one step at it to 10 and like there's like 10 layers to each step and it's like you just got to trial and error but yeah yeah I think like there's a big supplier online we started with and just started buying like a like a foot of like silver at a time which you know we we, we were doing us in Rigdon's garage oh really just like in his mom's garage yeah and that's where like all the testing was like sorry that's where you kind of figured everything out how to make it and it was the worst I literally went from like his mom's garage in July. It's like yeah. it's well, the garage. I had the, I bought a little desk from Goodwill. <laughs> I like, set it all up, and like she like gave me this little space Ugh. to like, do in there. And uh, then eventually, like, there's something called casting in jewelry. It's like where you make molds and like pour metal in, mm-hmm. and there you have to have like a kiln mm-hmm. and like a furnace, like just a small little furnace and kiln. And I literally like had my wax carving like in her kitchen, like moving it every day. And then, like the the in the backyard, which is on the opposite side of the garage, she hated you for this. <laughs> she hated it. Um, went the kiln is in the backyard. The stuff yeah. is in the kitchen, which is in the middle of the garage in the yeah. backyard. Then we went to the garage to do all the other stuff. So I literally would like run and like go from like one to the next, like across the whole house. Because I'd be able to like to pour the silver. You have to go and like take it out of the kiln. Uh huh. Run to the other end of the house, set in the thing, then pour the metal in. Timing is very crucial. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, it's if it cools by seconds, you kind of you get half yeah. ring. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, but that's my mom's house. <laughs> Shout out, Cindy <laughs> Brinker. Has she forgiven you now? Or? What's up? Does she forgive you now? No, I was kidding. Yeah, no, she she was she was fine doing it. She gets free rings for life. <laughs> yep, two more to go, and then she's she starts pay for them. So you said you started off doing jewelry. Was that just like for yourself, or you were just like a side thing helping other yeah, people like, out, making stuff for people, or what? Yeah, I've always liked to make stuff. Uh-huh. Like I remember taking Nerf guns apart and modifying them to <laughs> shoot the spring of it. So three hundred FPS, so it <laughs> make bruises, you know. But uh, yeah, I just always like to make stuff. So I started making jewelry more just like for myself and other people. Uh-huh. But hoping that I could figure out a way to scale it, you know. Nice. Well, yeah, that's basically it. Nice, beautiful story. And then Grant, you said you have so you have a background in e-commerce, or what? Where did you come in the picture? Yeah, so I I used to do construction for a while, okay. painting houses. You know, I painted your um, wife's and laws house. Yeah, yeah. Um, painted houses, hated it. So, yeah, knocked on a guy's door in um, um, oh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, yeah, okay. Los Angeles. Knocked on his door or painted his house, and he was you know a young successful guy. He did e-commerce, and so yeah. he kind of taught me the way you know what he did and just started to do Amazon stuff and then yeah I met Rig- or didn't meet Rigdon but Rigdon was starting this jewelry stuff so we just kind of combined uh-huh. the forces and yeah yeah hit the ground running ever since nice so, so yeah sorry what is Evora exa- exactly like what what do you do with Evora I have no idea <laughs> that is a difficult question Evora is like it doesn't really or it's a place it's a city in Portugal um, I, we were thinking of names and my wife's dad my father-in-law just was like he he does like some brand stuff mm-hmm. not super heavily but so i'm guessing he probably kind of has done this before because mm-hmm. he just started typing in on google random things and then was just like what about evora and i was like it sounds cool hmm. so, that's yeah so. that's a great name honestly does it have like a background mean like does it mean anything we not to like, is like a, <laughs> is people always word? ask us that and i'm like literally it's a town like i don't know yeah. if we're something rigged in but. no have you guys been there before? 
Uh-uh. I met a guy who went on his mission there. Oh, you know what? I'll dedicate. Let's go. Yeah, we should go there. We need to figure out a way that I think we owe it to the town. I should franchise. <laughs> we owe it to the eventually. town. I don't even know if we're <laughs> pronouncing super... it right. Honest. What is it? <laughs> Evera. Sure. So there we go. The whole. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, English version of Aura. All right, I like it. Um, how how have things been going in terms of um, staying busy, cash flow, success since you guys started? Like, have there been ups and downs, or has it been pretty? I, honest, pretty I good? think it's probably the fastest you could ever grow a company. I think yeah. you know, first month we were making. You know, first month we made profit, <coughs> slim, right? But mm-hmm. that's pretty rare in any company. Yeah, now. for sure. Any yeah. company I've ever started, and I've never made profit the first month of this. So, yeah, and just slowly scale from there. Yeah. Without giving away the secrets, what, like, what was it that led to that? Give that away the, to the success. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a combination of a lot of stuff, but I'd say, like, the concept in general is just really unique. So it just mm-hmm. sells itself. But I know, there's a lot of people that try to start businesses and obviously a lot of people fail. And I'm not saying that we've made it because we're only nine months old and yeah. still have a long ways to go. But I think you just have to have the right like talent and like you can have a cool idea. But we've seen, you know, I'm only 23, but I've seen myself plenty of businesses that have had a great concept or a great idea that yeah. haven't succeeded. So I'm not, again, I'm not saying me or Grant are like these ballers, but you have to have somewhat of like a different mindset to kind of launch something and make it successful pretty quick. I think starting companies are interesting. Like I, you know, studying, you know, the life of, of, you know, Steve Jobs and Apple and Microsoft, you Mm -hmm. know, they like, it's just funny. Like Steve Jobs grew up in a town in California and his, you know, the guy down the street was a genius at programming and they kind of came to like, a luck, right? Like yeah. a lot of, yeah. I think, you know, with us in particular, like a good economy helped a ton, mm-hmm. you know? I think the, the sense that Gilbert has a lack of entertainment yeah. helps a ton, I think, you know? So I think like a lot of it is is hard work, but a lot of it's luck for sure. Yeah. In yeah. any company, I would say, yeah. Sure. What have you guys done <clears throat> to kind of grow the company or market yourselves? Um, I mean, a lot of stuff. We've tried. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've done paid ads. We've done mm-hmm. not everything in the book, but everything in the book, right? <laughs> that we could think of. Yeah. yeah. Influencers, you know, just I think, or oh, Rigdon and me, we've talked about um, just like having the daily, you know, people that are in our classes market. And that's uh-huh. really, that's all we do now. So just people that come in or people that are interested in us, we just, you know, have them post about us or you know just do certain stuff and we have certain incentives about that and um they it has done really well doing that yeah just the average joe basically is how we market nice try try to like basically like i said it took a lot of trial and error but figuring out like tweaking different things and seeing what didn't work like ads didn't really work because uh is this a newer concept so people saw a five ten second ad and it just was too short of a span like Uh uh-huh educate them on the concept yeah. and sell them enough to click and then move on to the next thing. But so as in really work, yeah, we just kind of huh. word of mouth on like a, on like a viral yeah. scale is what we're trying to do. Yeah. Basically. I think that was one of the unique things about this company versus just any other starting a painting company, pressure washing or whatever it is, you know, is no one's really ever done this here. Yeah. And so we had to educate people first on what it was 
and that it was worth the price, which is, you know, it's expensive class, worth the price that we're, you know, demonstrating to the market. So it's like, wow, session, yeah. <laughs> I always call it, yeah, session. We'll edit that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so yeah, I think, um, Mar- you know, educating was the, probably the hardest uh-huh. um, thing in this company, I bet. Yeah. So you talked about how it's you talked about like entertainment. How do you make making a ring entertaining for people? Because that's I mean that's probably yeah, why no. people come back and that's probably why people tell their friends. How do you make that and it, entertaining? I'll take the first part of it. And you take the second. I think first the interest of people being interested in rings uh-huh. or in jewelry. Right. Because like I, I've always wondered like what if we like taught people how to make blinds. Like yeah. blinds aren't cool, first of all. So it's like, or not just blinds in particular, but like anything. It's like you. It has to have a cool concept in the initial mm-hmm. to like kind of even get them to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So like we we focus like really really heavily on like the interior design, the, the aesthetic of the whole mm-hmm. brand, which that includes our brick and mortar location, our presence online, our website, mm-hmm. the content we use, the content we create, like mm-hmm. all that entails into like the entire feel. And then we try to make it, that's why I'm real. I get mad at our employees. I get mad at Grant, my wife, anyone who calls it a class. Cause like we try to steer as far away from like a teaching environment yeah. as possible. So we call it sessions, but it's, we, we try to, when people come in, it's, we, we, we're not teaching them how to make jewelry. Mm-hmm. We're just helping them and like giving them an experience. So we do it heavily through like, like I said, just making the experience like light and they're not doing a ton of the heavy lifting. Um, they just come in the, the interior design they can appreciate and you know, it's appealing. So it's cool. Did you guys come up with like the aesthetic, the design, the brand, or did you have to hire someone to? Kind no, of I mean, yeah, just with our style, just did it, I guess. Yeah, so you guys are naturals. A lot of things went wrong. No, we yeah. Oh, all right. I've got things. <laughs> Trial and error, you know. It's like the beauty of it, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's funny because it's like there's so much mistakes that we make every day, and that yeah. we always make. And I think, yeah, just trial and error. Yeah. And somehow a brand becomes on the other end of it. <laughs> now that's like one of the things I focus on the most is like brand, because uh-huh. like ultimately, and I'm sure you guys will ask more questions about this, but like ultimately like Evora isn't going to be a jewelry company it's just going to be a brand that maybe specializes in specializes in really unique concepts and experiences or like my main thing is I just want to build a brand that is like heavily focused around like style and aesthetic uh-huh. that way like the people who follow us the people who are our fans they're they're not necessarily people who love jewelry they're not jewelry fanatics but they're they're people who like appreciate unique style and creativity okay. and uh, like really like like people who love good photography kind yeah. of same thing like yeah. it's a general like type of person you know what I mean yeah so yeah. so that's why you've made the the brick and mortar location more like aesthetically pleasing and stuff like that so that yeah. there's there's more than just the rings yeah of things. it's like I, I we want people to come in half honestly I, I would be happy if people came in seventy percent for the the studio itself and thirty yeah. percent for the jewelry, but mm-hmm. it's probably forty percent the yeah. studio sixty. You know, yeah. But like, that's like my goal is like to, or it's our goal is to make it where people aren't necessarily coming in just for the jewelry. You know. Okay. 
So maybe go into that a bit more. So like, what do you mean exactly when you say it's like jewelry is just going to be a part of it? Like what else are you trying to expand into? We don't have any like, concrete ideas right now, but like we definitely have a bunch of ideas that are pretty like, like immature in the idea stage. Again, nothing concrete, but um, I don't know. I think just like we were talking about on the way here, just building audiences, um, which you have to like generalize or kind of narrow down that audience. Yeah. We more mm-hmm. posts about people having fun. And like what's behind them, and like the colors, and like the the textures, and the the, the design, the style. I've seen some cool pictures of your guys' latest like paintings and stuff you got there. It's pretty sick. Justin Pierce, man. I don't know if I ever hear this, but here you go. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. He's, he's sick. He did good. But yeah, does that make sense? I don't yeah. know. If it's yeah, cool yeah. Either, but. Just aesthetic, yeah. I mean, what you've done to your house, you know, same thing. Yeah. Just making it an, a welcoming environment to the unique people that would like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a big reason people come back? Yeah, I think for sure. I mean, I think there's nothing like it. Really, I mean, to be honest, in Gilbert, right, right in Gilbert, right. there's nothing like it, and so I think it's definitely unique. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are in downtown Gilbert, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What made you guys decide to to pick that? Yeah. Um, yeah, it just kind of worked out. I, I think you know we're we run out of our brother, my brother's house right now, and I think obviously just being in downtown Gilbert. Um, just kind of like what all everything they're doing in downtown Gilbert, yeah, um, definitely helps. Which is like, you know, we haven't really been utilizing you know that strip and you know having people coming through there and mm-hmm. and um, I don't know, just they're making downtown Gilbert cool, so it's just kind of a place to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dirk so. Bentley invited us. Yeah, <laughs> Dirk Bentley. Dirk Bentley called us and he said, "Yeah, it's nice to meet you guys down here." Do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it? Then call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. Um, but like, I don't know, it's like super, like you guys know, like starting a business is like, there's so much more than people think. Right. Like people ask me like, what do you do? Like, so these sessions are like at 6 PM and are three hours. What, what do you do the rest of the day? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I'm like, it makes me so mad. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm I, I don't have a list a running head, like in my list or sorry, in my head, like a running list, but like there's so many things to do. Yeah. So just kind of like, I don't know, like just like yesterday or two days ago we finally like we knew our margin but we had just like i sat down for like four hours i'm and, horrible like, at math so and, like, <laughs> and i knew this had to be done but I, I didn't know like at what stage like what you needed to get it done like i didn't even know what it was that needed to be done but like i the whole time i like, felt like it's really hard to explain yeah. there's so many things like this because like you don't have any like guidelines of like hey, you need yeah. to do this and this yeah. and this yeah but it's like i knew like just from like an efficient standpoint like we needed to know like if we 
have this advertisement like how much is that costing us per ring you know just uh-huh. something simple like that uh-huh. finally like two days ago we actually like narrowed down like our cost of like everything yeah and like profit and loss mm-hmm. so i don't know just like it's super i don't know i, so, I like it's hard i don't know yeah so neither of you guys went to college right went for a year but went for a year i never okay. stepped into college <laughs> <laughs> so That's pretty what hard. like how have you guys taught yourself a lot of these things? Obviously, we've talked about like trial and error and like just going for it. But has there been other ways? Like obviously, there's like YouTube University and stuff like that. But of course, man, YouTube. I mean, shout out to my brother. No, it's purely my brothers. Yeah, okay. I think you know all of them. You know, Brad, Scott, Blake, Jeff, Bo, Jack. Yeah, they've all you know they're all very successful. Older ones are very successful entrepreneurs, and you know if I would never have a question just call one of my brothers mm-hmm. and they have the answer usually right away. And so for me, I've had, I mean, the power of mentorship yeah. is have like, I have a very strong testimony about that. And I think any entrepreneur going out, you got one mentor, maybe two, you know, just have a couple people that are, you know, kind of like in big companies have chairman, right? Have a chairman in your life that kind of mm-hmm. tell you what to do. And it's just little things, right? Like, we just met with an accountant like a month ago. I've never met with an accountant. It was scary. Like <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't yeah. know if this guy's going to ask me. I mean, yeah. So what it's like, I remember I called my brother right before we went to the accountant, Blake. And I was like, dude, this is what I'm going to do. I'm meeting with accountant. What is he going to ask me? Like, uh-huh. And he just like broke it down and, and we went. And, right. But mentors. Yeah. My brothers have been a huge impact in my life with everything, but especially with um, business. That's sure. cool. Did you have any other mentors rigged in or is it mostly just Grant and his brothers? Um, no, I mean, I just, I don't know. Like I, uh, like YouTube, like insane, you know, mm-hmm. like I still, I probably am on YouTube like an hour and a half a day. Uh-huh. And then it's like, I like reading or listening to books. So I listen to a lot of yeah. books, yeah. Um, some podcasts, but really just like, I don't know, just like looking stuff up on the internet, reading articles, mm-hmm. watching videos. I didn't really have any like, personal mentors 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 dementors Dementors. (laughs) i don't i didn't have any personal because like my family like they they all went to school and stuff and like a couple of them like entrepreneur ish but i don't didn't really have anywhere to turn to like like grand did but yeah just kind of learn internet baby nice yeah all the info's out there you just gotta dig it up and find it school got me on a start you know yeah. Sometimes the biggest mentor is Google, you know, For Gary sure. Vaynerchuk. He always says that. Oh, yeah. Gary V, baby. There's okay. like, I could name a list of 10 guys I can't think of right now, but those like mentors, you know. Ryan Moran. Yeah. yeah. Go look up Ryan Moran if you, anyone's listening. That guy's a baller. He's a baller. <laughs> you mentioned that you listen to a lot of audiobooks. What, what's like one one or two books you would recommend for someone starting a business? Uh, classic one, uh, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. That's like, that's like it's, you can one. read that thing like, I have like a huge, in my phone, I love organization and efficiency. So like in my phone, I have like book notes and in that one I have so many notes and like you could literally read that book 40 times and still get stuff out of it. Yeah, yeah no, that book is, that book's ball, right? That's like insane. That's yeah. Cool, so I'm sure most people have heard of it. Yeah. Rich Dad, Poor Dad is what I would That's say. A good yeah, that's a great book. Dad. Great book. Yeah. There's a lot of Okay. So take us through like a day in the life of, because like you said nighttime is where all the magic happens but what do you do throughout the day for all those people thinking you're sitting at home doing nothing I think I mean in the morning me and Rigdon we usually get on the phone every morning pretty much and we'll talk about sorry I was talking we'll talk about 
you know, for at least an hour or two, you know, just ideas and just a lot about marketing, obviously, yeah. um, just marketing ideas and just different, even aesthetic ideas, or just yeah. really pretty much anything. Um, just brainstorming. Basically. Yeah, just brainstorming, yeah. even even outside of Avora, right? Just other mm-hmm. companies yeah. and other ambitions yeah. we have. Um, creative juices flowing. I think, yeah, and then, I mean, just going to the bank, he just went to the bank the other day and... We have an, we have a meeting so tomorrow rich. with the so rich. <laughs> issues the bank. Shout out the bank for a second. Um, tomorrow we have a meeting with accountant. Just like yeah. ran, it's it's, it's really like, it's random. It's kind of random. Like that's what I'm, I'm like random. I love routines. So I'm trying to like. I said, when you're starting a business, just you bootstrapping with no investors, like it's uh-huh. all over the place. You don't really have any guidance, so you kind of just like have to figure out that routine. Like, yeah. okay, what am I doing on a regular basis? Like, yeah. I have inventory probably once a week. Um, you know, you gotta review your economics, like this stuff like that. But yeah, it's just kinda random. But a lot of it is like just this is obvious, but like personal development is a lot a lot of my days uh-huh. like are consumed by it just because I know if I like if I improve myself, it's only gonna improve not only Vore but any other business I for sure. And in the future and so yeah, a lot of it's just personal development. We have a lot of people that work with us too that, you know, you know, that you know help you know you know with any company it's not just the owners so we have a girl that runs our instagram she's okay. like instagram uh what would you call it strategist yeah strategist cheyenne hudson she does a great job with that um ellie howard you know our content and so there's a lot of other people take yeah. a lot of the weight off during the day you yeah know, like you know our company companies a lot of it is and in, you know instagram influenced you know for sure so, Shine has a huge role and she does a great job with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of people in obviously our you know our employees teach at classes and so a lot of people help with the roles throughout the day. So that's cool. Yeah. So you guys have a have you guys had employees since the beginning or did you guys no. take care of the classes when you I think first got December started? like early December sessions sessions sessions. I have to cut that Damn. one out. Come on, man. I think early Still. December was our first. We hired our first employee. Like, yeah, no, probably like October November. Was that when Callie and Eddie came on? Probably been that long, yeah. Well, it's not that long ago. <laughs> I thought it was been like a month. It's not <laughs> not much yet. Uh, time yeah, flies. I just yeah, time flies. Oh, it's been yeah. like a month. Not yeah. We we me Brenna my wife, um, and then Grant us three just did the sessions mm-hmm. from May to like, you know October. Then it just took a while to kind of train it to where we could hand it off to the employees. Yeah, and I was just kind of oversee it, but. What have you looked for when you've been hiring employees? Like, what do you want? Obviously, like, there's something you want when you're hiring people. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say, I don't know. Honestly, it's, it's like a waitress. Anyone that can talk to people. That's yeah. Like the thing. It's mm-hmm. not a sense of humor, but just a sense of, like, very social. Uh-huh. And I think being, yeah, like, you can't be dull in the class, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, if, yeah, if you just go, like, I've... I'll be honest, like I've had bad attitudes during sessions. Mm-hmm. Same. Just it's cause end of the work day yeah. and you're yeah, like, you're just you've already worked ten si- hours. Classes start at six, so it's like sure, yeah. yeah. And then you have to like I'm I love being social, like I love being in groups of people, I love yeah. talking to people, but like when it comes to like teaching, like I, I like I don't know. It's, well and it's also probably you guys like like you said, you were making rings in your mom's house for a while and so were you. Mm-hmm. And so like you guys know the science behind it. You know how to make a ring for you guys it's simple. Well, and I think even just having the aspect of, you know, I did construction, Rigdon's very handsy, and I think just, like, having that type of, like, (laughs) that type of, 
like aspect to help. So yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I remember I taught my family, like all my brothers do construction. And when uh-huh. I taught them, they like got it very fast. Yeah. Just, You're good yeah. with your hands. And so like some, some people you can just let them go like yeah. that and explain this and then you can do it. And they uh-huh. just really, yeah. And, and they get it, but other people you've got to help a little more, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. So a lot of people obviously don't, aren't very like hands-on people. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's, sometimes it's hard to teach them. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we mainly well, look for like just people who can honestly I'm I don't care if they have any experience which we really don't care if they have any drawer experience it's just kind of hard to find yeah it's more that's teachable yeah but like what's not teachable is just being an outgoing person and someone who's gonna like talk too much about the other person like that's I tell the employees like don't talk about yourself (laughs) they're just like don't even bring yourself up (laughs) naturally they'll probably ask you about you but like Uh only talk about them until they ask about you yeah it's a good thing for life in general. Like I'm trying to work on that too. But yeah. we should have our employees probably read "How to Win Friends" and yeah. most people. It's a great book. No, it yeah. talks about that. But yeah, I think I mean obviously if you know, listen, if you do have like experience with jewelry and are social, you're, yeah, you're at the top of the list. Yeah, because right? it's hard to come by it. <laughs> for sure. Both those attributes. What's kind of the culture you set around there for your employees and for you know people coming in? I'm just super like. We always have a structure, but I wanted to be like super laid back. Yeah. Like they. It's very chill. Yeah. Like obviously, as we get, like once we're like corporate and stuff. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Like well, once <laughs> once we're bigger, we'll have like a little like more structure. But overall, like, I want to, just have a super like loose and like, not too rigid like scheduling platform like mm-hmm. system. So it's it's really loose and like, very like, easygoing. I think for me, like in Regan too, I think anyone, right? You guys too, probably. I think being an entrepreneur, the reason we are entrepreneurs, it's hard. And I, but the only thing that keeps us going, I think, is the freedom that you can get yeah. with that, right? Yeah. You can go wherever you want, whenever you want. Obviously, with employees, it's hard to do that. But there are companies out there that have implemented that into their companies. Uh-huh. And I think that, for me, it's, like, very cool. Because I think, like, not everyone has those attributes to, like, start their own business, which is, you know, but I think giving the people the same type of lifestyle at least trying that's is cool. a very cool thing to do yeah. i think mm-hmm. in any cool. company yeah no because so. you that's why you started right so you have the flexibility and then you start trying to hire people that is the that only reason i'm an entrepreneur is just freedom yeah yeah freedom that's it and so you almost kind of want to be their mentor in a way to yeah like i become. i would be very disappointed if in five years six years whatever you want our employees are still with us. like uh-huh. it's like i want you guys to go and like do your own thing in life yeah you, want, you know what i mean like yeah. obviously a lot of them are in high school so they will but <laughs> yeah I, like i for me personally i think Regan too but yeah like i want them to do their own thing and like have their yeah. own life it's really interesting because i think a lot of people like so if you're an employee a lot of people get scared about you know having to quit or turn in your two weeks i'd be very proud okay yeah that's <laughs> yeah. that's really interesting because then a lot of employers get like you know you hear them getting like ticked off or like why are you like why are you leaving us sort of thing and then people stay when they don't want to be there and that's yeah. just as bad yeah well, obviously there's there's headaches i mean yeah if we got a call today and one of the employees leaves it's like oh we got to train someone else but yeah yeah i mean there's headaches in that but the bigger picture yeah i mean like, i just oh. think it's important for anyone to do what they want right yeah. so yeah, if you you know if you're happy being a bum on the beach and like so makes you happy like i'm proud of you yeah. i guess you know but if you want to live the corporate lifestyle, which I would hate, you know, it's, it's great, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really what you want to do. That's cool. Mm-hmm. 
Is this the first time for both of you managing employees? Yeah, I mean, I had painting crews. Uh-huh. Very different. These guys are very different. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I've done, I own a Christmas light business with my brother, then okay. our friend slash business partner. Um, it's a little different, like, obviously it's seasonal with that, so, like, super, like, more structured and like on a regular basis and like having like a schedule yeah, yeah. this is like the first time but like Christmas nights gave me a little bit of like okay you know working with and training employees and yeah. things like that but yeah. well, I think well, a lot of people sorry a lot of people are kind of nervous to hire employees to delegate and just don't know how to manage people it seems like they're pretty natural there what, what's your I mean it's, no it's definitely been different I mean we've had talks I mean like I you know managing a 45 year old with kids that is a lot different than managing a 17 year old mm-hmm. like, wow like yeah 100 like i can not say whatever i want to but like i can we're a lot more like open with when i do painting you know just like some hr comes into play when you're yeah like i'm just like hey like not that but like this house sucks man like yeah. you gotta repaint it and yeah. like if yeah. you tell that to a 17 year old girl about a ring like this ring sucks it's like really harsh you know (laughs) with painting though it's like no this house sucks like get back there and like we got to do this yeah and it's like you're a little bit more harsh obviously you know you love everyone but like 14 year old girls are definitely or 17 year old girls are definitely different and you know Mm -hmm. than a 45 year old Uh painting construction guy yeah i I think just giving same as you like this is nothing i'm working on just with either friends or my wife or employees like just giving praise yeah even if even if the improvement is like the slightest improvement like recognizing that improvement and like praising it like a ton because yeah. then it, it just reinforces them to continue doing that and also to try and find other ways to well it's like oh stuff. they recognize when I do something good I may as well just start doing yeah just like highlight it like yeah. not, not just be like oh good job but like yeah. go into detail on like exactly what they did perfect you know I so, get a lot better with that too for sure of course I'm, I, that's something I'm trying I'm not good at it yeah. but hard you know yeah yeah There's so much to do especially in a class it's like sure. it's hard to take session. but it's that those <laughs> the session it's hard it those five it, seconds man. those five seconds of complimenting someone are important yeah that's cool um i guess walk us through what what someone would expect when they come in for a session i uh, basically like right now since we're in um the studio that we're in we basically book a session online so that's how people start so yeah, they go to you, like your Instagram or your 90, website. I think ninety six percent of the people. Yeah, they go on our Instagram first, and then on there it clicks. You can click book to the yeah, website, and then just click okay. to the website. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and then yeah, they book, and then get like every day at six p.m. We have sessions, and then on Saturday we have one p.m. and then eventually probably ten a.m. Okay. So and two on Saturday. On yeah, and six p.m. on Saturday as well. No, so we have two on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Um, so they book gives obviously the day they booked gives sends them a confirmation. Then they have the address, and they just come, walk in, and then. At 6 p.m. we start, but the employees are there to kind of be like, hey, start looking at stones. They pick out a stone, and then, um, like, music is going. Mm-hmm. The employees just kind of get to know the people, just talk to them a little bit as they're looking at stones. And It's a very personal, personable, very, like, non, like, we allow people to come in if they don't want to make a ring, and they can just hang out and yeah. watch, and that's yeah. fine. So it's very, like, just very chill, personable, and, yeah, I mean... I fear, one of my fears is that people, because the first time I ever did a studio session, you know, did this, you know, I was really nervous. I was like, I don't know how, like, this is going to work. Right. So that's my biggest fear. But, like, I fear that, like, with the community, like, I hope no one 
is afraid. Like it's, you just come in. We always encourage them to come in groups because it's a lot, you know, it's a three, two hour, three hour class. So coming with one, it's kind of boring, you know, at least yeah. come with a person, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's very chill. Super fun, very chill. Yeah. So super non-threatening. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like, we found out, like, that's kind of like the battle is just being like, like kind of breaking the ice at the beginning because it's kind of, it's not necessarily like. Music uh, helps a lot with that. Yeah. We're trying you to. You guys like, sing? Yeah, we sing. It's a, it's a live band, right? We have a live band. It's an idea. I mean, I've actually thought about having a live band. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a location where it's kind of small. When we, like, in the next six to eight months, we want to move out into a bigger place. Mm-hmm. But um, that's, like, the first battle is just making sure that people feel like they're, like, not, like, sometimes people come in, like, they feel like they have to be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is just, like, we're just trying to break that ice as fast Talk as, as possible. Talk as much as you want. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have loud music on there, and, and yeah, it helps. Yeah, yeah, just super like we sound like warm, inviting, mm-hmm. fun, light environment. 100%. That's very cool. That's very cool. So, what are the plans going forward? So, you said that you want to open up a bigger um, shop soon. Yeah, what's like not necessarily size, but just we're in like he said, we're in one of his brothers, Grant's brothers' houses. Okay, it's uh, or two of his brothers. Um. So we're in that house right now. We've just turned it into a studio. Mm-hmm. So I would it would be obviously best case if we were in like a brick and mortar commercial building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like our next step. But like after that, we want to, you know, possibly open up other locations and or other experiences or. Um, With the name Evora. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. But like I said, honestly, we don't have anything concrete right now. But right. you see where it goes. Just where it takes yeah, you. yeah, yeah. That's fine. Right now it's Jewelry. Yeah, yeah, it's the biggest thing, right? Just, we're just doing what we, yeah. It's today we only know today, you know. We don't, yeah. we don't know a lot in six months. That's cool. Do you guys love what you do in terms of just like running the business? Yeah, I yeah. love it. Like I, I know Grant loves it too, but like I, entrepreneurship. Like that's what I'm passionate about. I love yeah. like create, which a lot of entrepreneurship is just creative. Like every yeah. part of it, yeah. you have to be creative. And like I, I'm super passionate about being creative. And like, I'm like super, super passionate about entrepreneurship. I got uh-huh. love, which again, you're just creating something that didn't exist. Yeah. Like I, yeah, like I love running a business. Yeah. So your super. passion isn't like actually like creating a business, creating something more than the jewelry itself. Yeah. Like it's, it works out that jewelry, like I love jewelry too. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, like running a business, scaling a business, all the ins and outs of doing anything that has to do with like running a business. That's what I love. I don't know. Grant, I don't know if it's anything different. No, same. same. I love processes a lot. Like that comes into mind when they talk about business. Just like the process of you know, um, you know, just putting people in place and kind of seeing it unfold. I love like you know, mm-hmm. I, having an idea, product, getting you know a marketer on board. You know, starting to do the, you know the product, making sure your margins. I'm really bad at math, so actually, <laughs> but that's very important. Making sure your margins are there um you know start starting to hire just you know just the whole process that it's so different with any company you know podcast uh, you know jewelry sessions or paintings yeah processes are fun though i think mm-hmm. they're really fun that's cool so, finding joy in the journey right yeah, yeah it's fun yeah <laughs> sweet um is there anything that you guys wish you would have known when you were starting out now that you're looking back anything you would have done differently tons yeah of course there's always stuff 
I mean, I would, I would say just like a roadmap, like, like I said at the beginning, like you, yeah. you start and it's like at the beginning, it's as simple as get your product or your service in front of somebody, mm-hmm. one person at a time, but then it turns into like marketing and it turns into accounting. You have to figure out your numbers, otherwise you're going to be yeah. really inefficient. You're going to yeah. be spending a lot more money than you should. Who knows where the money's at, um, which it goes along with economics. Um, so I would say it's like if not not necessarily something I could change, but I would love to help out entrepreneurs. Like again, yeah. I'm, I don't know everything now, but I know a lot more than I did a year ago. For sure. And in a year from now, I'll know a lot more than I do now. But in five years, it'd be super cool to be able to help entrepreneurs, like start off. Yeah. You know, because like yeah. it's super unclear. Like if you go to school, I think it helps a little bit. That's kind of what I'm trying to do, just like educate myself and like mm-hmm. know what to do. But I've literally like searched, just like on Google, I've typed in like just business theory just to know like the basic terms and like it's so broad it's like i click on one website it shows me like what an asset is and i'm like okay i want to know like a little more complex and i go to something else that has nothing to do with terms it's just like it's so hard to find like the the roadmap of what you need to do at what stage yeah yeah i guess it's where consulting comes in but i don't know that's like the biggest thing is like Putting ideas and because you have all these ideas, yeah, there, but like, they're everywhere, and it's like yeah. all right, putting them together. It's like I know we need to like account for expenses and things like that, but I don't know. It's just so hard to know like when to hire an accountant, when to hire a marketer. Right, right. Like all the, there's so many moving parts. So that's like not again not necessarily something I would change, but just something that you <clears throat> wish you had. Yeah, which I had at the beginning, which is fine. Like I had at some point, I had to learn. You just got to do it, but and figure it still out. learning. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I love entrepreneurship. Obviously, it's what I choose to do with my day-to-day. I think, though, like, for me, I really realized, and, you know, having, I have a lot of conversations with my older brother, Scott, and, and Blake in particular, but they've talked about, too, like, you know, a lot of people, I think, in the media and online, they, they portray, like, entrepreneurship as the way and the only way, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think everyone would be happy being an entrepreneur. I think people yeah. are really happy, um having an office job yeah and i would be a very miserable person if i had an office job. yeah but for some people they enjoy that they, they really love, love the that. security they love of the, the yeah. same thing every day and so like i just funny i've talked to my little brother Bo about it and like <clears> i think having like you know ebit you know we all know like having like a school that like this is like way a big dream but <laughs> school like teaches that like right like yeah teaches what a mortgage is like how when you buy a house what that's going to look like uh-huh. the paperwork so not even if you want to be an entrepreneur but that's going to how to be the best employee that you would want to be you know and just kind of teaching like skills not even an entrepreneurship because i feel like life's way bigger than that you yeah. know and i don't i love being an entrepreneur but freddie doesn't and that's great and so like let's make freddie be the best whatever he wants to do Kobe Bryant just passed away, right? One of his best quotes, I think, is... I can't remember exactly, but he talks about the power of inspiring someone to do the best they could do in whatever field they choose to be. I butchered that, but that's basically it. And yeah. That's extremely powerful. And, yeah, I think Kobe Bryant, I, I just, he did that very well. I think. Yeah, for sure. Through basketball, he inspired people to be a, whatever they want to do. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's true. What's a what's like a non-negotiable for you guys in in the business? What's something you'll never change? Um, it's a good question. Surprisingly, it's not jewelry. Like that's not necessarily non-negotiable. But like mine would probably be like 
Uh, I don't know. That's a hard one. I would say like anything that has to do with the brand. Like that's, Mm -hmm. again, that's my number one focus with everything. Like aside from uh, streamlining our studio process to making that two hours and 10 minutes to two hours long, Mm -hmm. just making things more efficient in there. That's important. But like aside from all that, like just the brand, like what, like our brand attributes are, what our brand values are, like you're talking about. Like we just, we believe in just providing people with, an experience that makes them want to express themselves and be original. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of like just help, like we, we want people to, I don't know, in a way like just express themselves and want to like feel comfortable as they are confident and comfortable as they do express yeah. themselves. So like those are kind of like the values that we, that at least I don't want to budge on, you know? Yeah. That's a really hard question. I think that's yeah, hard. That exactly. I think we didn't kind of nail it. I think brand like, demonstrating what you are as a brand mm-hmm. is extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think if there's one thing that I, you know, we, you know, is in anything we do with this or this in particular is making sure the brand is demonstrated the way it should be mm-hmm. and that people get it, you know, that emo- like when you see Disney or you see Coca-Cola, there's an emotion that comes mm-hmm. when you see that, you know, mm-hmm. brand name. That's, that's, very powerful you know and i think having that thick when people you know we can go over attributes of evora and of you know just all day but like seeing evora for what it is right when you see the name and having that embedded in anyone that knows about us yeah is super important i think you do that with the littlest things making sure the studio is clean mm-hmm. to making sure the session and the rings come out per you know perfected to the music you play you know i think Mm-hmm. There's thirty thousand, you know, attributes mm-hmm. that when they walk in, the smell that they mm-hmm. first walk in when they come into the board, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. I could tell you the exact smell when I walk into Disneyland and yeah. exactly what it smells like. Yeah, and it's super powerful when yeah. you do that. It's hard to do. Yeah, super powerful. But no, that's a good question. Like that's probably one of the most important questions you ask. But I just think, kind of just like rephrase what I said. Like just like Grant said, like the, the little details. Like overall, like our kind of like our main brand value is just like we want to create an environment where like self-expression, art, and creativity and originality are cultivated. So mm-hmm. like those things we want to be cultivated through Evora. Yeah, we want to inspire people to be more original, um, more creative, more. Um, express themselves in different ways whether that's the clothes they wear mm-hmm. and um, the things they choose to do the things they choose to say things like that that's super cool but, that might answer one of my last questions here but I was going to say what what do you want people to think of when they hear or see Evora that's another really good question um, I I mean I, I it's hard for me it's been hard for me from the beginning to describe to people even the grant like what I envision with Evora and like uh-huh. what I imagine it to be uh-huh. but I think just uh, something that's always ahead of the curve in yeah. terms of like style and like design yeah. and um, like what the next trend will be. So yeah. like people like, I mean, people would always make fun of me for the clothes I wore in high school or like <laughs> things I would do, mm-hmm. but like I didn't care because I knew like it was around the corner. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of what I want Evora to be is like what's around the corner. Um, so I want them to see us, like look to us for like what's going to come. Yeah. And like, even though it might be different at the in the time, not saying jewelry or these things are different, but like, 
in the future something we do might be not necessarily like normal yeah. but like people will trust that like no this is cool like it's gonna be cool yeah, you know that's super cool that's really cool yeah and I think helping people with that I know we've talked about it in our mission statement I think it's there but helping people express themselves outwardly you mm-hmm. know through different yeah. things right now jewelry yeah the rings is just the start of that right so yeah, yeah. helping them ex- just express themselves mm-hmm. whether they're a jock or a nerd or they're they're into fashion or not into fashion yeah just yeah just helping them express themselves how they want to be expressed nice Okay, I think that's a pretty good place to yeah. start wrapping things up here. Before we close, yeah. we have a little game we're going to do with you guys. Oh, no. um, so you guys have 60 seconds to to answer a list of questions. So there's 20 questions total. We'll see how many you guys can get through. Very well. um, so Rick and you'll just answer mine, and then Grant will answer Ridge's, and we'll just go back and forth. Um, <laughs> scared, man. I'll my palms start. are sweaty and my knees are weak. I just vomited <laughs> on my sweater. Quote <laughs> that. Okay. All right. We're going to be starting here in three, two, one. Uh, music you turn on when nobody's around. Uh, St. Lucia. Stuck on an island, what would you bring? Um, iPhone. What's your guilty pleasure? Uh, sports. I don't know. <laughs> Favorite quote. That's so hard. Man. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. So um, just think of that one. like Kobe Bryant one that you said a little while ago. Let's go with that. Yeah. Right. You only have 60 seconds. <laughs> if you could have dinner with anyone in time, who would it be? Uh, Steve Jobs, man. Yeah. Spirit animal. Uh, Lima. What's your <laughs> zodiac sign? Is that an uh, uh, the Big Dipper. <laughs> the best business book. Rich Dad Poor Dad? No, think no. think we're rich. Okay. Yeah. Um, best podcast. Hmm. Gosh dang it. How I built this is good. That's what yeah. I can think yeah. of. The local hustlers podcast. <laughs> Wait, what the oh, heck? Shoot. I don't know. I don't know. You guys always do that. Do that quote. Well, there's a quote by Warren Buffett, but I can't think of it. <laughs> okay. I, I, think, think, I, I can't think of any quotes right now. That was nine. I think that might be our, yeah, our record. So that's a record. Is really? Lima an animal? I think Lima, Lima is yeah. an animal. I was thinking of the goofiest animal. I was thinking of the goofiest animal. I think you're thinking of a llama. A llama. Are we on air still, by the way? <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Awesome, guys. All right, well, before we close up here, why don't you guys just take a second and let our listeners know where they can find you um, in mm-hmm. store or online. Avora Jewelry Co. Um, on Instagram is our, you know, it's E V O R A Jewelry Co. So yeah. find yeah. us on Instagram. EvoraJewelry.com. Yeah. We'll have other social media, hopefully, TikToks coming soon. Oh, yeah. um, Facebook, yeah. too, if you only have Facebook, run that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, maybe Instagram. Cool. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's a super fun environment to yeah, go down there. Get cool. yourself a couple of rings made. Heck yeah. Have a good time. Beautiful. Okay, guys. Thanks for coming on. We'll yeah. catch you guys next thanks, time. Man. Appreciate it. Thank you.